Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle here. The briefest of brief messages before we get into the podcast. If you live in the Los Angeles area, I am doing a live Therapy Gecko podcast recording on May 2nd and May 3rd here in Los Angeles at the Lodge Room. Tickets are sold out for May 2nd, but there are still a few left for May 3rd. So if you live in Los Angeles, and you want to come see me do this podcast in front of a live audience of people, then you can check the show notes for a link to the tickets. And if you don't live in Los Angeles, stay tuned, because I'm coming to you at some point. And uh, thank you for listening, and uh, let's get into the podcast, baby. We've been together for like a year now, and we were having sex in the beginning, and it's like died out. So I like I'm just confused, I guess. Dick, why don't you like having sex? I don't really know. It's not like I, I don't like to uh, sorry to cuss on the stream to come. But it's just I, I don't know. I don't see the. The point, I guess. Interesting. So you don't see the point of coming. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this Dick and Jane? It is. It says here. Dick and Jane, you are 23 and 22. You're from Phoenix. Um, and you're trying to have some figure out some bedroom problems. It says here that Dick is not a fan of having sex and that he's open to Jane having sex with other people to satisfy her need. But Jane, it says here that you don't seem sure of whether or not you're comfortable doing that. Is, is that correct what the call screener said? Well, I've never been, like, I don't know. I've never been in this situation. So it's just very new. And I'm, I don't know. I I have, I don't really even know how I feel about it. Interesting. Let me talk to, uh, let me talk to Dick first. Um, Dick, why don't you like having sex? I, you know, I, I don't really know. It's not like I, I don't like to, uh, Sorry to cuss on the stream to come, but it's just, I, I don't know. I don't see the the point, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just not in my, like, wants, if that makes any sense. Interesting. So you don't see the point of coming? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, it's kind of like, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm happier drinking and, like, working. 
I don't know. I, you know, I, I know it's okay. a weird thing to say, but yeah, I don't know. Sex, sex isn't my thing. It's just not in your wheelhouse. It's not of. You have no desire. Do you? Do you masturbate? Every now and then, very rarely. I would say like once every couple of weeks. Okay. If you see uh, uh, a person that you're attracted to on the street or on your computer or whatever, do, does that does that make you horny? Yeah, I, I definitely get horny. It's not like a, like I don't feel sexual desire. It's like I don't have the the desire to fulfill the desires, if that makes any sense. In, yeah, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, so, Jane, are you there? Yes, hello. Okay, how do you feel about all of uh, what, what, what Dick has expressed? It's, I guess it's a little confusing, just because, well, me and Dick, like, we met in college, and we were, like, friends with benefits with each other, but also, like, a lot of different people, and we were both having a lot of sex while we were just friends. And then we've been together for like a year now and we were having sex in the beginning and it's like died out. So I like I'm just confused, I guess. Okay, so so Dick was at one point quite sexually active, but it just fizzled out. Yes. Interesting. Dick, what exactly. made it what made it fizzle out, do you think? Do you have do you even have an answer to that question or was it just a a natural thing? Uh I actually do. I, I literally, I was just like, I don't know if it's like just written into my brain, but I just see sex as like the courting process. And then mm. once you're actually, you get somebody, then it's like the actual love stuff matters. But I feel like mm. that. I know that's a dumb argument. I know no one else thinks like that. So it's like, it's well, so well hold on, to, hold, hold on. I don't think it's a dumb argument. It's just, it's just, there's no... It's not a it's not a thing of correct or incorrect. It's just how you look at it. So you're not wrong. Um but I, I guess now that you uh uh are in a relationship and you have found a sort of love, the sex part of that is is just not important to you. Well, and it's not that we don't have sex. We just I know she likes to have sex a lot and I am like uh, once a month, twice a month, that is perfectly fine by me, where I know she would like it at least multiple times a week. So, Jane. Yes, sir. Tell, tell us uh, what, is, what is your sort of uh, sexual situation? Is, is, would you consider sex to be very important to you? I mean, it's, I've, since I started being sexual like in my life I haven't really slowed down I guess but I've also like used sex for not healthy purposes if that makes any sense what so kind of like, not healthy purposes it, well I mean I had a lot of body issues in my life and I was like well if I have sex with people like my body's fine like it was like sure. validation you know right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I guess I still have body issues, so maybe that's why I feel that way. But I also just know, like, I am a very sexual person. And so it was just like, I don't know, I like 
I love Dick so much. So it's like, it was just off to me when... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Richard, but... See, yeah, I was, I was, see, I was you, wondering when you said like, you love Dick so much. I was, I well, I was genuinely. I know it's funny, but I was genuinely wondering. Do you mean like you actually love Dick? Or you're about your, your boyfriend? Me, Dick, and Dick, but me, Dick is what you meant. <laughs> but um, anyway, okay. Um, so, all right. So, you two are 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 very much uh, happy being with each other. Uh, would you say that this I, is yes, I would one of? So. Okay, great. So, you would say that this is one of the really only sore sticking points. Well, it's not like a conflict or anything. It's just more of like a, I know that she wants this thing. And for me, I do not want this thing very often. And it's more of just like a, it wouldn't piss me off at all if she was doing this for, you know, her thing. I, it just wouldn't, okay. you know. All right. So now that we have the backgrounds... Uh, you have proposed the idea that Jane go out and have sex with other people. Uh, Jane, what, what is your, your thoughts on this idea? It's, see, I don't want to say that I like want to do it, but I'm open to the idea of doing it. I hold just... on, hold on, hold on. When you say you don't want to say... That you want to do it. Do you mean you don't want to say it? Or do you mean you you genuinely don't want to? It's not that I don't want to. I just don't know how to say... Like, I don't want to have sex with other people, but I want to have sex. Hmm. Hmm. It's it's conflicting. Hmm. So, because I'm a very monogamous person... But, like, when I'm in a relationship, obviously, but that's just who I am. But I'm not closed off to the idea. I would just need more clarification on, like, the process and how this is how this is supposed to go. <laughs> the, the process of how this is supposed to go. What, 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 what do you, what's, ex- give me an example of, like, a process I don't know what you mean by like, when you say process. Where do we start? How do I do? I scout someone out. Do do we go scouting out together? Like, oh well, listen, 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 con- listen. Congratulations! You have the same exact problem of any other, uh, you know, single person who's trying to have sex. <laughs> does does that track? I mean. That's I mean, that's yeah. the, the, your your here's the thing is your your here's the thing your your boyfriend uh, has given you permission to do whatever you want, and then from there, the process, uh, it's the fucking same as any other process of anyone else trying to get laid, which is like whatever, man. Yeah. You go out to a bar, you go on you Tinder, you join a soccer club, you know. He your boyfriend your boyfriend can give you permission within the bounds of your relationship to go have sex with other people, but he can't give you a guide on how to do it. He's not like a, he can't like be some sort of pickup artist mentor for you. I guess it's like, do you want, like, do you want to know details? Do you want, like, I just don't know what you do and don't want to know. Like, that's what I'm, and I feel this is Lyle, what, 
you were just saying. Like, it's just up to you. Like, I'm just literally throwing the ballpark out there for what you need. And I just, you you make the shit. You make the rules. Exactly. Look, because here's the thing. <laughs> Getting laid is, can be hard. Um, I think that that might be one of the reasons why uh, uh, Dick doesn't want to have anything to do with it. So... I mean, listen. There's, there's. Here's, here's, here's. I feel like a, one of the sort of final pieces of the puzzle. Are you wondering if Dick wants to know if you go have sex with other people? Because that's another thing I've heard about. You know, in some of these kind of relationship setups, where it's like, okay, you can do everything, but I don't want to know about it. And then there's the version where it's like, hey, honey, go out on a night to the town, go out on your date, and then when you come home, we can talk all about it, and I'll, I'll listen with glee. You know. I don't know what what's, what what you guys are though. It comes down to that's a that's a good question. I think we got to talk about that like on our own because I don't really know on that side. You, that's a good question. I don't know if I want to know or if I don't want to know. I feel like if there's a guy taking her out on a nice date, I don't see any problem with that. But if it's like, yeah, I'm going to the movie theater and get banned. Obviously, that's not. That's different. That's different. But at the same time, the action that was just spoken about is like the whole point. Hmm. Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. Uh, well, listen. I, here's here's the thing: is you know, I think regardless of what happens, it clearly sounds like you two uh, have no problem communicating with each other. So uh, I, I would just I would just continue to do that. I just think we wanted to hear just a third party. We just needed like a third party in this to like say something pretty much. We're a huge fan of your podcast. Like we, thank yeah. you, man. So I, I, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I, I feel like, um, you sound, well, you, you sound like you're, you were like confused. You were like, I don't know what the process is or whatever. And it's like, well, you're not going to be given a, a, a process. You're just going to be given permission within the bounds of the relationship. And then also, you know, I don't know, sounds like maybe you want to get into deeper specifics of what, you know, should we talk about it? Like, you know, if I'm going on a date with, if I'm texting some guy on Tinder, like, does da- does Dick want to be there? Like, oh, what should I say to him next type of shit? Like, how involved does he want to be? You know, I think that's sort of the next step in the conversation for you. I I agree, and yeah, this. Uh, you guys just yeah. cut out just now, but um, is there anything in particular you guys want to say to uh, the people of the computer before we go? Sorry, could you say that again? Is there anything you guys want to say before we go? Nope. No, we appreciate yeah, your help, so man. Much. Hope you have a great day. Beautiful. Take care, guys. Right. Um, man, people are really uh, people are really chill these days. I like it. I fuck with those two. Those two are sick. I there's a lot. I, I haven't read the chat, but um, dude, I posted this clip um on Instagram a while ago from a polyamorous couple that called in. And there was just all these like nasty comments on it being like, 
oh, that guy's a cuck and uh, whatever. I would never let my girlfriend do this. But I like, I fuck with both of them. They, they both seem like they had like a really healthy relationship with each other. And uh, that guy, Dick, uh, he, I'm, I'm jealous of him. I wish I could transcend. I wish I could fucking transcend my own desire to have sex. That would be incredible. I would get so much more done. I would be a happier person. Uh, life would be great. Dick is chilling. He's he's not only transcended his desire to have sex, which which by the way almost makes him god. We were put on the earth to kind of fuck each other and repopulate and the biological drive, all that stuff. And Dick looked at Dick looked at that and he said, "No. I am conscious. I am above the laws of my own body. What a what a G. What a G. And then he's and, not, and then not only that, he's secure enough in his relationship. He trusts his partner enough to be like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Just go Fuck whoever you want, and then come home and let's watch a movie or something. I like those guys. People are chill. There's another thing too. Is um, I feel like people who have we and and you could you could tell on the phone too that he was like he did he hadn't even came to terms with how he felt. Like he was he kept being like I know it's like wrong like like he kept feeling like he was like doing something wrong by feeling the way he was feeling uh just because it's the way he's feeling is not probably reflected in a lot of uh other people he meets or sees or hears about or whatever you could tell that he was uh like in like weird in his mind he, he didn't quite come to terms with uh, like how he was feeling, I think, and it possibly could have been because he was scared of of whether or not his partner would like be cool with it. But it's kind of surprising, I think, the amount of people that are out there. If you find the right ones that kind of mesh with you, that will be cool with your weird thing. He found someone who's cool with his weird thing. I mean that that girl Jane, she's try she's trying to make it, she's with him trying to make it work. That's sick. I like those guys. I think they'll be fine. I like I would love to if if Dick if Dick is open to it, I would love to uh like if I got an Instagram ad uh uh from Dick and he was selling like uh, uh, an ebook, along with a, a course or something on how to transcend your own desire to have sex, I would I would absolutely buy that for uh, uh, fourteen ninety nine. I would I would uh, you know like obviously you can't choose these things about you. You know we all know that. Um, they're like, whatever, conversion therapies and stuff, that's, you know, that's no good. But if I could attend some kind of asexual conversion therapy, 
I'm there. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high-interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? Hello? Jasmine, is that you? Yeah, this is Jasmine. Uh, how's your life going, Jasmine? I'm fantastic. Um, I'm a little nervous. Am I talking to Gek? You are talking to the Gecko Boy. Uh, My God, hi. Man. It's so nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you as well. I, do you consider talk? Do you would you consider this meeting, even though we're on the phone? Is I, this, I feel like this is like, um, you know. It's pretty good. It's 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 we are definitely connected. I can hear you. You can hear me. But have we met? Right. I don't know. I, I, I think I at no some level, it's more realistic this way than like walking around in the street. You know, um, like I don't. I'm not in Los Angeles, so I feel like I feel like this is a good way. It's I. I could say this meeting. This is dope. Well, Jasmine, it says here. You know, I'm not. I, I, I don't, sometimes I don't like doing the "it says here" thing. What What is it that you called in to talk about today, Jasmine? <laughs> well, um, I called to share a little story about um, something that happened to me in, I think, I was like eighth grade or like a freshman in high school, um, where I pooped my pants, <laughs> shit myself. As a result of, what'd you say? Well, okay, real quick. It says here that you were trying to impress a boy when this happened. Yeah, I, not with doing so. Um, it just happened to be a factor. I don't think he was impressed. I don't know if he knows to this day. But you know what? You, you know, you know what? feel free if you want to start from the beginning of this. 
Oh, perfect. Okay. I, I, <laughs> sorry. I think I'm, I'm anxious or excited. One of the two, but um, sweet. Okay. So um, I live over in the Midwest and there's a very big um, kind of like, I don't know, like a, <clears throat> it's like a water park and like a, like a ride kind of area, I guess, if you will, all in one. And I was going to church at the time and my church group decided to go there for like a little day trip in the summertime and there was another church group that was kind of merging with us and I thought that one of the boys from that other church group was really cute and so I was really excited that he was going to be there and we go to this the water park section or whatever and um, I'm very excited I was kind of a little tomboy at that time and so I just would kind of hang out with the boys and um, there is this <laughs> taking time. <laughs> There's this one um, water slide that just goes like straight down. You know those guys, yeah. oh, and yeah. you know I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is you know this is my chance to impress Josh or whatever. And so I went up with all the guys, and we were all kind of going back and forth or whatever. Like, oh my gosh, who's gonna go first? And so I was like, you know, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> so. Mm. I got ready. I went down the giant water slide. And when I'm like sitting back up, I feel a little sloshing in my one piece. And I'm a little confused. And so I don't really think much of it, though. I just kind of stand up and we, the entire group is just walking to the next thing or whatever. But I'm, I'm trailing back and I smell this god awful smell. And I'm really nervous because the guys are like, oh, like, come do this thing with us or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom quick. And there's only public bathrooms there. Not like, you know, I guess like family ones or whatever that I could find at least. And so I went to the bathroom and I ran into a stall and like took my one piece off and just saw shit everywhere in my black swimsuit. And I got really nervous because I was like, oh, my God, I have the entirety of the day. And so I like peek out <laughs> of the stall really quickly to see if anybody's in there. And it looked like everyone had left. So I run out of the stall butt naked <laughs> to the um, to the sink and I take off my swimsuit and I try to wash it in the sink with like soap and water. And I hear like a mother and a child come in. So I take it and then I run back into the stall and like, try and just wipe everything up that I can and I kind of just keep doing rounds back and forth to clean it. <laughs> Man, that sounds intensely stressful. <laughs> I, I really, uh, I really, you kind of like put me there. Uh, in that moment. <laughs> did I? I, I, I? Yeah, I know you did because I could smell it too. I, I was imagining... What it would be like to be in that situation, you know, like, especially when you're like in ninth grade and there's just, uh, just a lot of pressure to not have shit in your pants at most times. Um, I mean, that's that was heroic of you to run out of the bathroom yeah. butt naked uh, uh, back and forth. You know what? You know what? I like about that story is that uh, you experienced a extremely stressful situation and you attacked it with a solution. You know, you didn't give up. I mean, I mean, yeah. realistically, realistically, you had no choice. You had no choice but to find 
a solution. It's an inspiring story, actually. Right. Um, I think this is my biggest example of perseverance. Like, you know how when you go to job um, interviews and they're like, what's one one time that you showed this? I think this is a perfect example of one time. You when tell, I went, have you, you ever know, told that story as an answer to that question? I haven't. I've actually been terrified to share this story with anyone for years. There's one time I got really drunk with my friends, though, and I told them about it finally. And they're the only ones who, like, know about it. And I think I told my boyfriend maybe once. But, like, I I have not shared it. <laughs> really? Okay, so how do you feel having shared it on uh, on the computer? Um, You know, I feel, with, I feel comfortable with you. <laughs> I'm going to be really honest. I think I'm a, I'm a, I love your, I listen to a lot of your stuff on Spotify and watch your um, you, streams when I can. And every time I hear like a, like a, a poop story, I'm just like, fuck, I really got to call and share this one. <laughs> no, I will look, thank you for uh, putting me, you know, it's funny. Cause like if something like that happened to me now, um, actually stuff like that kind of does happen to me. I, I, um, I've clogged toilets at horrible, um, um, uh, 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 times, situations, and I've had to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, especially at fifteen, that's a that's quite the fight or flight situation to get in. So um, yeah. So props to you for. I don't know what I would do now at twenty. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um. Thank you guys for listening, and chat's really funny, so I, I appreciate how cool you guys were about it, and uh, I appreciate, hope you guys laughed as much as I did during this. Beautiful. Thank you for calling, Jasmine. Thank you. You're so lovely. Have a good night. She's very kind. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Uh, I guess I probably would have... Now, did the stall have toilet paper in it? Because I, I, it's hard to get like water in there, right? So you could probably just have like gotten naked in the stall and used toilet paper to wipe away the shit. Um, that's what I would have done first. Is I would have done the first little wipe through, and then I would have gone out and washed the suit. But dude, I mean, in a public restroom like that especially at a water park there's probably like eight stalls i mean to find the opportunity and then you have to like sort of uh uh look out and see if there's anybody there and to, to, to find the opportunity where you are truly completely alone enough to wash that suit complete that operation that's a whole thing I'm very impressed by that. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello? Hello? Hi, is this San? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Sam, but yeah, it's fine. That's what I thought. I read San, and I was like, it's got to be Sam. The M and the N yeah, yeah, are way too close on the keyboard for uh, for it yeah. not to be for it not to be Sam. Uh, what's going on? Uh, Sam, I'm, gonna, you uh, know, no, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, blasphemize the computer and tell it that it's wrong. So I'm gonna just call you Sam if that's okay. Oh, for it. Uh, what's going on with you, Sam? I don't know, just, just got out of work, pretty tired. <laughs> what do you do for work? I'm an electrician. You're a what? Electrician. You're an electrician. How how many times have you electrocuted yourself? Uh, not going to lie, I electrocuted myself like at least three times to wake myself up when I'm at work. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You electrocuted yourself three times to wake yourself up. Yeah, like I work at like seven in the morning. I had to be there. I had to wake up at five thirty and then be at the job site at seven in the morning. So I'm pretty still pretty tired. So I just like touch a little hot wire and I just like wake up like that. Instead of drinking like a monster, like a ribble, I would wake up. So you electrocute yourself on purpose to wake up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And would you say it is more effective than an energy drink or a coffee? Yeah, honestly. What does the sensation of electrocuting yourself feel like? Uh, well, I play with 120 volts, so that's like a baby. Like, that's baby compared to like... And like in, in, the, uh, in the job site, that's like the baby's app. So it's pretty much nothing. It's like a regular shot. Like those gums, remember like those gums that... People would trick you. Basically, like one of those. Mm. Um, is this a common thing for electricians to do? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not asked my coworkers. How do you think your coworkers would respond if you told them that you were intentionally shocking yourself to wake yourself up? Honestly, I think they'll do the same thing because they they're pretty tired as well. <laughs> so you think it would catch on? Yeah, I think so. Have you ever tried to entice one of your coworkers into shocking themselves uh, by telling them that it gives you a burst of energy? No, I have not. Hmm. What does the actual process of shocking yourself look like? Oh, uh, just so we have like a little. A little pen it's like a machine like it's called a pen tester or volt tester and you turn it on and it's like lights up green and you go to like a hot wire you make sure like it's hot like the black obviously the black wire if it's hot it starts beeping the volt test the pen tester and then from there you just take out the wire nut and just slightly touch it and then just let go and then you'll get a shock is this something that you would recommend to other people no 
do you feel like you can note do you feel like you can sense a notable difference in your day uh between a day where you do shock yourself and a day where you don't uh yes oh yeah because uh well i shock myself sometimes when like I already, like, for example, Monday with your new podcast, like, was there, so I listened to it, and then from there, like, probably tomorrow, I would, I may or may not do, like, shock myself to wake myself up, because I have nothing else, like, no other podcast, like, listen to it, but just, like, it's just yours, <laughs> honestly. So, if I have a podcast that comes out, you listen to that instead of shocking yourself? Yeah, like, in, like, every, well, Mondays and Wednesdays, the world, when you drop, like, a new episode... And then from there, I just like, that's my start of my day, honestly. And then from there, it, it, like, for example, tomorrow, like I said, no new episode. I'm just like, hey, like, what, what can I wake myself up with? Um, have you tried switching to just coffee or energy drinks as opposed to shocking yourself? Uh, I had no time for, like, to stop at a gas station and get, like, an energy drink or anything. Because I'm already running late. <laughs> I guess that makes sense because if you're already on the job working with wires, it's more convenient and sort of already on your way to just shock yourself instead of going to a convenience store and getting a coffee. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense. (laughs) Yeah, you can say that. (laughs) Sam, it says here that you have some baby mama drama. Do you want to tell us about that? Oh, yeah. Um, do you want, like, the long version? I mean, the long story, short story? Um, I'll take the short story. All right. So, me and my baby mama, we were talking for a while, whatever. And then I guess just things just stopped working and we broke up. And now I'm into a new girl. And then January came and boom, she told me she was pregnant. And I was like, oh, well... I guess I'm a dad now, and yeah, pretty much it. I told my current girl, she's supportive, and I told my parents, and they're supportive. Um, somewhat supportive, not. And uh, they, like, well, they don't think it's my kid. My girlfriend, my current girlfriend doesn't think it's my kid. And it's just, like, just worried about, like, if it is my kid, like, I'm stepping up, whatever. Okay. And So, uh, so you were dating a girl. Uh, you broke yeah. up. She tells you that she has a kid and that it's yours. Uh, in the meantime, you started dating a new girl. You like the new girl, but you also want to be involved in the kid's life. Is that all correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it says here that you're worried about how this ordeal will affect your new relationship. Um, yeah. In, 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 what, in what way do you feel like being in this child's life will affect the relationship you have going with uh, this new person? My new girl, she's kind of psycho, kind of like, oh, oh, what we say here in Texas, oh, like where I'm from, like, toxicas, toxics, uh, toxic people. And so, yeah, like, she's just, my girl is just kind of crazy in a way. <laughs> okay, so you and you, you, you consider your new girlfriend, how long have you been dating this girl for? Oh, uh, we did it about a year. We're, we're about a year. We're old. Okay, we, been, we were dating before, and then from there we broke up. We broke up. My bad, my bad. We broke up. So now we're like two two months again dating again. All right, all right. 
So let me let me let me get this time <clears throat> straight. You're dating this new girl. You take a break. You date the girl who's your baby mama. You get her pregnant. You break up. You go back to dating the other girl. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, why do you consider this girl that you're dating now to be toxic? Uh, the way she is, like she wants me there, like at her. She wants me there twenty four seven, and every time, like at her house, like twenty four seven, I'll be with her twenty four seven. If my friend texts me or something like that, she doesn't want me to hang out with my friends, and like uh, just in general, just like that. And like if I do go out with my friends, she gets butt hurt, like obviously sad, and like. She just wants me there, like with her, twenty four seven. Sam, and, like, I think to, like, you might be. I think you, you, you might be some sort of uh, a masochist. Do you know what a masochist is? No, I have not. No, uh, a masochist, somebody who enjoys. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think the sadist is the one who gives. The I think a, ma- a masochist is somebody who enjoys pain that they inflict upon themselves Enjoy- intentionally. Oh. <laughs> Because the shocking thing? Well, the, the shocking thing, the fact that you're dating a girl who you openly are saying is, is toxic. Why, why do you continue to date this girl if you consider her to be toxic? I mean, like, towards the, at the end of the day, like, she makes me happy, like, no matter what. Like, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, she makes me happy. Okay. So at the end of the day, she makes you happy. But uh, is she stopping you from doing other things that make you happy? Uh, not really. Every Thursday I play football. Like I play sports, so every Thursday I have a game. She goes with me and she like um, lets me play football, which is pretty good. <laughs> okay. All right. So she she's cool with you enjoying your hobbies. Um. So how is she toxic then? If she she seems like she's cool with letting you do things. Privacy wise, like I want like my own personal time and like all like, cause like I get out of work like super late and I want my own time and she like would bug me and like sometimes even check my phone or something and stuff like that. Like she will like get mad like oh, if I don't post her she gets mad like hey why don't you post to me this is and that. Okay, so let's get back to the kid. Okay. What do you think she will think of the kid? Um, ooh, in her mind right now, she's saying that it's not my kid. So right now we're just waiting for the kids to be born. And from there, we'll go on. She says she'll support me, but I, I'm not sure if she is or she isn't. Um, okay, so she thinks it's not your kid. And soon you're going to take, a, I assume, a, a paternity test and you will... Uh, find out for sure whether or not it's your kid. Yeah, absolutely, I will. Okay, and so assuming it is your kid, do you think that she will be supportive of you being in the kid's life? I think she will, but like her trust is going to go like um, pretty like uh, I'm not like pretty high, like high alert because. Uh, my like my baby mama wants because my baby mama wants me to be like spend the day like go to her house and see the kid for like at least two hours and then go do whatever I want after work. 
And then from there, like, if I want to see my, if, like, my kid wants to be with me, like, if I want to see the kid to, like, my aunt or my parents' house, whatever, like, my baby mama has to be with me, like, throughout the whole time because the baby's still new, like, newborn and whatnot. Listen, Sam, I think, I think you need to do a little bit of, like, you know, in ter- you know, look, you have good intentions. Uh, you want to be a good boyfriend, and you want to be a good dad. Uh, I can tell that about you, because if you didn't, you wouldn't be calling, or you wouldn't even be thinking about these things. You would just be sort of fucking around. Um, you want to be a good dad, and you want to be a good boyfriend. Uh, but I think you gotta kind of, like, step back for a second, and examine what your priorities are, if that makes sense. And once you've done that, it would help you to just sort of stick by them and be like, hey, these are my non-negotiable priorities. And uh, you can either be with me as I uh, attend to them or you cannot. Is that fair? What do you think about that? Yeah, that's not fair. That's so not fair. for you to be um, like, hey, listen, what's what's this girl's... Um, uh, uh, what's your, give me a fake name for your baby mama. I'm going to call her... Victoria, it feels like an interesting. Go for feels it. like a good name. But you got to be like, hey, Victoria, listen. If this child is mine, I want to be in this child's life. That means I'm gonna go to the soccer games. Uh, I'm gonna go to the school parent-teacher events where me and the baby mama are gonna have to sit down, talk to the teacher. We're gonna have to do certain things together because that's the mother of my child. She's gonna have to be involved in my life to a certain extent. And I'm going to have to deal with that because I love my child. This is what's going to happen. I'm putting my foot down. I'm telling you this because it's important to me. Do with that information what you please. You, you have to kind of tell her that. If, that, if, if this is truly important to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, my, my daughter, well, my soon to be born daughter important okay so i mean what do you think about what i've just said to you about like sort of internally laying um, out your priorities and and trying as hard as you can to stick by them um pretty much would like yeah that's that's what i want kind of to do like talk to my girl and tell her like hey like yeah like i said i'm setting my priorities i'm not my kid and you said it perfectly <laughs> Um, listen, what's your name? San? San, do me a favor. Um, Sam, stop shocking yourself. For not, 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 don't do it for me. Don't do it for, don't even do it for you. Do it for the child. Um, because she's gonna, she's gonna, because here's the thing. Uh, I remember being a kid. When you're a kid, you just want to fuck around with everything. Exposed wires, barbed wires, spiky cactus. You just fuck around with stuff. You just touch everything. And uh, your, your kid's going to see you fucking around with the wires, and she's going to want to fuck around with the wires. And the voltage that you use, it's not enough to kill you, but it's, it's enough to kill her. Um, so, man, try like a monster or something. Those are pre- they're pretty good. There's, there's lots of alternatives out there for you. Ho- all hope is not lost. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll try a monster. Uh, I'll see about Red Bull, the Waterman Fever. You tried that one? I have tried the Red Bull Watermelon flavor. That could be good? their new slogan. Better than shocking yourself. Red Bull Watermelon. 
You could be the guy. You could be the spokesperson. You could tell people your story. You used to have to shock yourself with wires. But now you get an even better buzz from Red Bull Watermelon. Hey, Red Bull, hit me up. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go, Sam? Uh, nothing. Just uh, appreciate you, Gek. Thanks for the words. I'll keep it on my heart. I keep it on my mind every day. And just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for calling, Sam. Thank you for calling. Thank you. See, I, uh, you know, I feel for San because, like, I, um, here's, I kind of believe, not that I have any beliefs about anything, but I believe you can kind of, you can kind of, like, do whatever you want until you have a kid. Like, if you want to, like, shock yourself or be in a shitty relationship or uh, run off to a foreign country or go to jail. You can kind of just do anything with your life until you have a kid. Then you have this like inherent responsibility to a thing forever. That's why I don't want to have kids so that I can just be shitty. I would. I love be. I but I love being shitty. It's awesome. I love being shitty and having no responsibilities to anyone except for myself. It's great. I never want to give that up. Maybe in in a decade when I find myself cripplingly lonely as a result of my actions, I'll rethink that. But until then, I'm having an awesome time answering to absolutely no one. San, unfortunately, has values that are going to cripple him. He has a genuine desire to be a good father, which will cripple him in his uh, decisions, in his paths in life. Uh, he can't really, uh, go by the whims of his, uh, he's really enjoying, you could tell he's really enjoying living at the whim of his, as he calls it, as he calls her toxic girlfriend. And like, he can totally do that and enjoy doing that. But now he has a kid and the love that he has for his kid is going to conflict with that. And he's got to deal with that. And I feel for him. I hope he, I hope he's able to deal with it. In a constructive way. Uh, meanwhile, myself and the rest of us that don't have children um, will enjoy uh, bathing in as much toxicity as we please. Good luck to Sam. San, whatever his name was. He had good intentions. I hope he follows them. Hello. Is this Dave from Tennessee? Yes, this is Dave. Dave? Yes. What's going on, Dave? Well, I'm chilling. Happy uh, holidays. David. Oh, happy holidays to you as well. Dave, it says here, you're 25 years old, you're from Tennessee. It says that you have a speech impediment, and you would like to discuss uh, how you feel society views speech impediments. Is, uh, is that accurate? Yeah. Um, okay, tell me more about that. Well, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a little difficult, I think, 
especially in the retail uh, space. I get a lot of looks, you, but I try not retail? to take it personally. Do you work in retail? I do. Uh, I won't disclose the company name just out of, I guess, either the, the, the respect or the fear that I'll get fired. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, I work in retail. Um, okay, so you work in retail, you get a lot of... Do do you get a lot of people being? I w- let's let's we'll let, we'll get to the looks, but let's start at like sort of the most intense uh, reactions. Do you get people who are hostile with you uh, because of your speech impediment? Not necessarily hostile, but there are some people that. I guess they have never experienced a speech impediment. So they tend to to think that something is wrong, I guess, when that's not the case at all. Uh, it's worse with a stress and at work. It's, it's, it's hard. Uh, but I'm just like, Hey, no, nothing's wrong. I'm, just trying to help you out there, fam. <laughs> it's not a big deal. So, uh, when yeah. you're stressed out, does the the speech impediment kind of get worse or flare up more? Yeah, it, get, it definitely gets worse. Uh, the the S found it's already hard enough. Uh, I think it's worse with. Stress, uh, just my my ability to communicate uh, gets harder under stress. So people, you said, uh, don't have a lot of experience with people with speech impediments, and you feel like that gives them a uh, a wrong idea. Uh, what would you like those people to know? Uh, I think the first thing is like I'm not uh, and most people that that have uh, speech impediments are not like handicapped I guess sure in like a mental way Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean I guess that's the first thing but the second thing is also like uh, it's not really that big of a deal to us except for when it's made a big deal uh, interesting then it becomes a, a then it becomes an issue so it's not a big deal to you except when somebody else outside of your own sphere comes along and in some way shape or form makes it into a big deal yes accurate do you have an example of that yeah so in high school this was like 
15 years ago though. Uh, well, not 15, like 10 years ago. Uh, like my freshman high, uh, freshman year, uh, I had moved to a uh, to a tinier part uh, of Tennessee. Uh, I think I was the like the only person in that school that had like a a a continuous speech impediment uh, like uh, at that age like it, it had developed in a in it it, 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 it in my youth and never uh, never went away uh, but uh, I remember my, my, my first two three weeks uh, there were just a number of classmates that that thought that that I was like having a stroke yeah or, or like a heart attack and i was like no that's that's not that's not the case at all i mean that's, yeah. that's not the case at all and, and you know that's and you know i possible. assume that after a while you you uh get annoyed with having to sort of be the uh spokesperson of yourself yeah because the majority of the people that are in my life uh I think I'm the only one that's in their life that has a speech impediment uh, at, at, at my age. So it, it, it does become annoying, uh, but I also I try to keep in my mind that most people don't really know, like, the whole thing is behind a speech impediment. So, so I try not to to judge. I guess. Interesting. So, I, I that's kind of cool to me that uh, you know instead of responding with like a uh, an anger, you it sounds like you almost kind of you get it. You're like, oh, I understand why people uh, think the things that they think about me and uh what's going on with me um so i guess you know you're like yeah, i can't really blame them because i'm sure if i were them i'd think the same things it's most definitely uh a, 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 an odd uh experience i guess for, for people that don't have a speech, speech impediment but also uh, the the main worry that that I've had at least is that uh, people will assume that I'm uh, 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 unintelligent or, hmm. uh, or, or or incapable of communicating uh, right. in the way that needs to be uh, in that specific situation. So it's made right. uh, it's made the act of uh, being 
uh, you know, uh, the, the, the 20 year old, I guess, experience, uh, it's not one that, uh, I had, uh, a whole lot of access to, uh, until I had some friends that didn't really care that I had a speech impediment. Right, right. You almost have to like uh, do a little bit of like extra proving yourself. I mean, you know, look, everybody uh, feels some kind of weird pressure to prove their own, um, you know, intelligence and whatnot. And you've got a little bit of extra of that within you because you know you're walking around with all these people's uh you know expectations of you know what your what your level of intelligence is like because of 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 how you sound there definitely is a uh, 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 more work that goes into it uh, well well but- listen dave um is there, you know, I know we sort of talked a lot about this particular question uh, before we go. I kind of wanted to phrase it again uh, so that you have the opportunity to, like, tell any 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 wrap-up thoughts on it. But what would you like the people listening to this uh, to know about people with speech impediments that you think would make... Uh, you know, their lives a little bit easier. So more often than not, uh, we are uh, intelligent, but we just need a little extra time to communicate what we want to communicate, I guess, is the main message that I want to get out there. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, happy holidays. Uh, make use of it. It is 420. Well. It is 420 at the time that this is being recorded. Are, uh, are you high right now? Uh, not at the moment. I was earlier. I had to make dinner, so I had to chill out a minute. That was the right answer, because if you had said yes, I would have tracked the phone number, found your address, and called the police on you instantly. But luckily, I won't have to do that. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Bye, see you. Crap. I should have asked him if getting high made his speech better or worse. I'll have to I'll have to look that up. Well, I don't even know if it's like a look upable thing. I don't know if it's different for sort of each person, but who knows? You know, I uh, I go on Reddit a lot, and if you go on Reddit a lot, you know that uh, weed is the cure for everything: cancer, speech impediments. Loneliness. Therapy get goes on the line, taking your phone calls every night. Therapy get goes to an right, teaching you how to live your life, but he's not real.
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.